the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. News, views, and interviews. Important to you. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. A program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. It's great to be with you once again as we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. And, of course, on our program, the Roger Franklin Williams Show, we do that from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions of God, family, and country. It's exciting times in our country right now. It's exciting, and uh, sometimes you might think it's, uh, sometimes I think that it's uh, depressing, and um, um, uh, enormous uh, problems and challenges facing us today and more so than pretty much than any time in my life, literally. So these are the things we talk about on the show and we're going to talk about it um, in a big way today um, with, especially with the, the both of the conventions wrapping up uh, major party political conventions. And so we are embarking now on one of the most interesting consequential presidential races, literally in my lifetime. And I would even say in American history, and that'll be most uh, primarily our topic for the program today. And I'm very glad that you are here to join me, and I'm glad to have this opportunity to share my thoughts with you. Before we get into that, I want to, of course, acknowledge some of our outstanding sponsors and let you know that our program is sponsored by our friends over at Porky's Original Barbecue in Apopka and remind you that Porky's is the home of the Hump Day Special every Wednesday, and that's the best value, lunch value, anywhere in Central Florida, and it's absolutely delicious. It's um, Porky's famous jumbo pulled pork sandwich, two sides, and a drink for just six seventy-five. And it's not on the menu. You have to ask for it, and it's only available on Wednesday. It's the, that's why they call it, of course, the Porky's Hump Day Special. So I encourage you to put that on your calendar. Get over to Porky's on a Wednesday and enjoy the. Porky's Hump Day Special. You'll be glad that you did. And tell them that Roger Franklin Williams sent you. And I also encourage you to don't wait <laughs> to Wednesday to go to Porky's either because Porky's has a lot and an abundance of great items on the menu every day, every day, Monday through Saturday for lunch and dinner. Also, our program is sponsored by our friends at Florida Door Solutions, voted Central Florida's best garage store company for now five years in a row. You can find out more at fladoor.com, and we'll be talking more about them on the show. And, of course, by our friend Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and Burn Fat Orlando, and our friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair, Odysseus and Demetrius Burgos. Well, now let's go ahead and talk about this incredible presidential election, presidential race that really has been going on for about a year, uh, certainly the most exciting primary season that I have seen witnessed um, in my lifetime, and now we're embarking upon the general election. First of all, those of you who have been listening to the show know that 
even though that I originally supported Marco Rubio and then actually after uh, Marco didn't make it, uh, supported Ted Cruz for a while until he faltered and uh, Trump emerged with the nomination as the victor, uh, that I also have found uh, Donald Trump to be a very interesting candidate and I'm much more, have, have, have been from day one, much more positive about him than uh, um, you know, a lot of people, certain, certain, certain sectors of the Republican side. Well, where I am now on Trump, and you may have already detected this if you're listening every week, is I'm very enthusiastic about Donald Trump and his candidacy. In fact, at this point, I'm glad he, I'm glad he emerged as a nominee. I'd rather have Trump as the nominee than any other in the field. I'm glad he made it instead of Rubio, and I'm certainly glad he made it more than Cruz. I'll share some of those thoughts with you uh, on our program today. And I'll even go one step further, and I'd say that you know, the, obviously now that we've got the, the pairings, we've got the matchups, you know, this is, I would say without a doubt, the most consequential election in our history. Because if the hard left, and that's, that's the only way that you can describe Hillary Clinton and the current uh, current Democrat Party, at, at which is we're witnessing every single night at their convention, which I already knew, <laughs> known for quite some time. Most people didn't know, and a lot of them still haven't figured it out yet. But the hard left has literally taken over a major political co- uh, party in our country, and and they're literally destroying the country, uh, and and certainly and executing Marxist principles to do it. So this has got to stop. <laughs> if if if, our, if the United States of America is going to continue to exist to be the land of the free, the home of the brave, to be that shining light on a hill that it was intended to be, literally from uh, the day and it was finally divinely inspired to be from the day the the people in the Mayflower first set foot on our soil back in the 1600s, if we're going to continue to be that shining light for the world, beacon of freedom and opportunity and hope, we're going to have to put a stop to the, to the hard left controlling the country. <laughs> They've had it for eight years now, and, and, and look where we are. Uh, economy's awful, um, <laughs> it, which is I you know, certainly, it's, and I think it's the economy that the hard left wants it to be, which is mean, which is a massive debt, nineteen trillion dollars in debt, very slow growth. I mean, not even your typical United States of America free market uh, type of type of quote recovery. Still, an overabundance of people out of work, people underemployed, uh, overtaxed, overregulated, and, and that's exa- that's that's the that's the liberal democrat model for an economy that's exactly the way the the liberal democrats want it to 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 turn the country into a welfare state which they're doing a phenomenal job of doing uh cutting off the top end of of hope and opportunity um and and wealth creation and uh just flattening everything out so that everybody's at some uh uh some kind of a essentially low-end government supplied economic uh model so anyway this all has to stop and I, I can't, there's nobody better that I know of than Trump to, to be the advocate for to, to stop it. And as he says, make America great again. The contrast in this election is is, is extraordinary. I'm ex- very pleased that, that on the Republican side, regardless, regardless of what side, I'm very pleased that there is a candidate for America that has the, the gumption to proclaim make America great again, that has the, the, the gumption to take on the, the mainstream media head on. Uh, you know, confront them, uh, you know, go back and forth with them, push back against them, and uh, that's exactly what this country needs right now. Now, I'll get into uh, a few reasons why I think Trump is 
why I'm excited about him, let's put it that way. And let me just go ahead and say right now, I, I think that Trump is not only going to win this election, I think he's going to win it big. And I'll even go uh, so uh, one step further. I'm not even sure after this pathetic performance of, of a Democrat convention, which most people, if you were watching it on mainstream media, you didn't even see the truth of what was really happening. Uh, but fortunately, through, through social media and, and other avenues, um, you know, the hard left hasn't cut off all information flow yet in our country, as I'm sure that way they want to do. Um, but but th- this na- Democrat National Convention was an absolute disaster. It, it was revealed, you know, the chairman had to resign before it started for colluding with the Hillary Clinton campaign to basically to cheat, to um, essentially try to destroy one of the other candidates, Bernie Sanders. His, his followers, who were incredibly passionate and enthusiastic, are devastated and crushed. I would go far to say most of them, many of them, millions of them, aren't going to support Hillary Clinton. Um, so a lot of them were chanting, uh, making their feelings known. A lot of people, a lot of them walked out <laughs> when Hillary Clinton was nominated. Uh, it was chaos in the streets outside. Democrats had to build a wall to to, to keep uh, you know the people that would that were protesting, basically Hillary Clinton and Debbie Debbie Blabbermouth Schultz. Um, you know, protesting their collusion and their cheating, cheating uh, Bernie Sanders out of the, out of the nomination. Uh, they had to build a wall to keep them out. Um, all kinds of things were happening. So all kinds of negative things, Many of, most of which were not, of course, portrayed in the mainstream media. My point is what I'm getting to. I would not be surprised. You know, the WikiLeaks scandal has popped up. Uh, now it looks like we're actually going to find out what was actually on Hillary Clinton's uh, computer. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Hillary Clinton didn't even make it to the election day. I wouldn't be surprised if she is either forced is forced to drop out of the race and the Democrats have to find another nominee. I would not be surprised at all if that were to happen. No telling what else is going to come out. What else is going to be revealed as these emails become forward? And um you know no 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 what else, what other what other criminal behavior uh, is is going to be revealed on the part of 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 Hillary Clinton. So Anyway, I, I think it's been incredibly exciting thus far. It's going to, I think, going to get even more. Uh, there's going to be even more drama uh, as we go forward. Before we go to break, I'll just share with you a, a couple of bullet points about why I think Trump is an outstanding nominee, and I would say the for the Republicans the best candidate that they could possibly have. And I'll say right now, Trump is without a doubt the best uh, Republican nominee uh, of my lifetime. Uh, I mean, second, second, other than Reagan, next to Reagan, and that's saying a lot. Uh, well, it's, in a way, it's saying a lot. It's saying a lot to to, to say he's near Reagan. Uh, of course, Reagan was still vastly superior to Trump, but actually, it's not saying a lot because I think the the other nominees were basically a collection of 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 of, of duds, basically. So that's we won't get off on that track, but uh, at least not in this segment. Here's some things that that. That you're probably not going to hear any, uh, certainly in the mainstream media. You're probably not going to hear from a lot of other Republicans or even conser- the conservative nerdocracy, as I call them now, is Trump brings tremendous talents and skills as a candidate to this race, and it's going to pay off in in big ways. First of all, first and foremost, the fact that his outsider status, he is without a doubt the most outside person to emerge as a nominee of a political party, certainly, certainly in my lifetime, certainly in the past 50 to 60 years, I would say in the last hundred years, possibly ever. 
haven't really researched every single presidential election, but so, nothing that we've ever seen in our lifetimes has ever been a, a, somebody comes from completely the outside, uh, be, fends off over tw- about 15 or 20 other, other candidates, beats all the establishment candidates, runs circles around them, and emerges as the nominee, topples the party establishment to get the nomination. That is, is, is unprecedented over the last hundred years in American politics. And it wasn't a fluke. It's not something that just happened, some random event. There's certain solid reasons that Trump was able to do that, and those reasons are the guy's an incredible candidate. He's got phenomenal candidate skills. He's in an arena that's suited for his skill sets. He's he uh, he's got he he he. We're living in a in a reality television culture, whether you like it or not. And I don't like it. Most people listen to the show don't like it. The fact that we don't like it doesn't mean it, it exists that way. So you're going to have to find somebody who understands to perform in that arena. Uh, so anyway, we're going to take our quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk more about the presidential race on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. This is my Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Great to be with you today. It's always great to be with you, and I appreciate the opportunity to join you as we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. And today, on this, literally this day, at this time in our American history, this is one of the most monumental, consequential eras in American history. I do not think it's an overstatement to say the the future of our republic, of our lives as free men and women in a free market economy, as men and women who have an, the opportunity to live lives of freedom, liberty, self-determination, is, this, is at stake. It's at stake big time. Uh, we've, are we going to continue to have what we've had for the last eight years, um, starting with a leader who at a time when our country and our culture is, is literally under attack, and I mean physical attack, uh, ter- from terrorists, are we going to have a leader who continues to refuse to acknowledge who the who the enemy is? Won't even say their name. Won't even use the word terrorist. Is that some kind of a formula for success and and security? No, it's not. Well, yeah, apparently the Democrats, uh, you know, um, are of that mindset. Uh, I guess it's uh, in their quest to be purist in terms of political correctness. I guess they don't want to offend uh, offend the terrorist. So they're afraid to, they, for whatever reason, I, I have no idea why Obama won't identify who the terrorists are, call them out, call them by name. How are you going to defeat them if you won't identify who they are and call them by name? How are you going to stop this, this, the bloodbath if, if you won't even call them out, identify them, um, or even, even convict them for their, for their moral degeneracy? Um, ISIS recently over the past week, uh, kidnapped a, a priest in France and and cut his head off. You can't even identify that kind of evil. You can't even call that out as evil and identify who it is and why. That's that's the kind of bizarre uh, world that we're living in now. And 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 if Hillary Clinton's elected, it'll continue. It'll probably even get worse. So that's just one tiny example of of the difficult times that we're in. Now we've got domestic terrorism now. Uh, police officers being hunted down and shot at random. Um, once again, no, I don't see anybody other than really Trump coming up to to push back against that, call it out for what it is, uh, domestic terrorism. 
and, and proclaimed to stop it. Certainly, uh, a Democrat convention where they were celebrating um, people who were who were you know essentially rebelling against the police, uh, taking taking the side of, of Black Lives Matter over law enforcement. Um, you know, is that is that what we want? Is or forget whether we want it or not. Is that a formula for for a a functioning free society, or is that a formula for a society that's going to degenerate into chaos and 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 random violence? Anyway, those are just a few of the stakes, and we haven't even talking about the economy right now. We're not even talking about the mindset of the country and and the, and the psyche of the country. So, yeah, Trump has been able to step up, declare, "Let's make America great again." He's defining what he means by that. He's defining how he's going to do it, which one of one of the many ways he's going to do it is to define who the terrorists are, go out, hunt them down, kill them, defeat them, destroy them. That's the mindset. You know, um, hey, love everybody. You know, uh, that, that that's, not, that's not going to get the problem solved. The problem is going to be solved by identifying who the terrorists are, figuring out a way to hunt them down, kill them, destroy them. That's <laughs> might sound unpleasant. That that that's what their mindset is against the Americans, you and I, and that's what we're going to have to have the kind of mindset and a leader that understands that. And, and Trump gets it. But Clinton doesn't. Um, and same goes for the domestic terrorism as well. Now, so we'll get back. And before we go any further, I want to remind you that our program is sponsored by our friends at Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. Florida Door Solutions carries all the best brands in the garage door industry and services all types and brands of garage doors. You can find them at FLADoor.com. That's FLADoor.com, or give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR and tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Now, I'd like to, I'll just um, go over a, a few reasons, bullet points, if you will, why I think Trump is First of all, is going to win, but why well, I think he's the best nominee since Reagan for um, for the Republican Party, or, or best nominee of any party uh, since Reagan. Uh, certainly, um, the guy's got the skill sets to do battle in the public arena, and I would declare <laughs> that the reason that he does two main reasons, and there could be scores of reasons. Two of the main reasons are one, he's coming from outside the political arena. One thing that has happened to the Republican side, to the conservative side, and it's a practical thing, got great insight to it myself from my own experiences in, in the political arena closely, uh, as having, having been a candidate at the local level, campaign manager, campaign consultant, media consultant, fundraising chairman, those kinds of things. And it's something that I think even people who follow politics closely don't quite grasp or might not necessarily grasp, because it's kind of something you kind of have to experience firsthand. But there's a reason that the Republicans are so timid, um, and that's a major story. That's the reason that Trump has 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 uh, has emerged and won the nomination. It's 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 a, a major topic of conversation. It's it's uh, it's not even uh, a behind the scenes kind of a thing. It's it's just it's, it's an obvious fact that the Republicans are in in Washington are incompetent and, and impotent, um, and and there's there's a major big reason for that, and it's because the mainstream media is so biased. The, the mainstream media has emerged now uh, for some reasons that we won't go into. Uh, is 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 so much an advocate for the left, 
for the Democrats that um, Republicans just get killed. And the thing is, if you're a Republican inside the system, if you're a Republican who's an elected official or a, a major candidate, a credible candidate, and you want to have, uh, you want to participate, you want to get elected, you want to keep getting elected so that you can do good things, you can advance uh, constitutional principles and all these kinds of things. Um, you just you just get your you just get pummeled by the media every single day. Everything you say is sliced, diced, slanted, turned upside down, taken out of context. You're under constant attack every single day. There's no positives. There, there are no puff pieces for any conservative. Uh, there, there are no there's no positive media at all. It's just that you're 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 presumed to be guilty from day one by the mainstream media in their role to function as a PR arm and a and a and a, and a politi- actually a political advocate for the Democrats and for the left. It's that the Republicans just get beaten down. It, the, the ones in the system, they just get completely beaten down. And the other thing is, as we've seen time and time and time again on on the <clears throat> from all over the spectrum, you know, when somebody does emerge who's got some potential to to be a great advocate for uh, conservatism, if you will, for constitutional principles, for traditional American values, they get completely destroyed by the mainstream media and the popular culture, which is all controlled by the left. By the popular culture, what I mean by that, I mean not just the, the, the uh, evening news on CBS or ABC or NBC, because that's that's a relic from the past. Uh, but what's happened is that now late night television gets political, movies, sitcoms, uh, comedians, entertainers. If you if you anybody who's consuming media at all, uh, it, uh, online, uh, over the airwaves, whatever, un- unless it's Fox News or uh, conservative talk radio, you're getting hardcore cultural left uh, in, in massive doses, which includes the the anybody who's any kind of a significant figure on the right, uh, conservative, Republican, whatever, just gets savaged. They get destroyed. They get defined. They get branded as as uh, mean spirited. As as and 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 they get branded as as the as the worst thing that you could possibly be in today's culture. They get branded as uncool. <laughs> And, of course, the Democrats are promoted as being cool, and that, that explains a lot of why they've been able to be as success, successful as they had in winning elections, and, um, you know, we've had eight years of Obama. But the point is, I'm getting, there's a reason the Republicans are so timid. There's, there's a reason for it, because they just get pummeled every single day in the world that they live in. And so the result has been, you know, they, they pull their punches. They vet every word they say. They don't make any bold statements. They don't push back against political correctness. Why? Because if they did, they'd be destroyed. And, and we've seen it time and time and time again on both sides of, of the Republican spectrum. Look what happened to Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin had the potential, if, if, if the media had just been straight down the middle, um, fair if we had a, an objective media, or even if we just had a slightly slanted media like we had back uh, uh, you know, 30 years ago or so. Sarah Palin would have emerged, in my opinion, as as a hero of American politics. No telling what she may have accomplished. She might have even been elected president or gotten non- nominated as president by the Republicans. But she, the woman was just completely savage, twenty four seven, three sixty five, um, and you know, a false identity was was created, and many, many, many people fell for it. A lot of Republicans, a lot of conservatives fell for it. But that's that's an example of what the media does to any Republican or conservative that comes along and has potential to be a, a national leader. Now, at, 
heard a lot of their moderate, more moderate Republicans uh, you know, became anti-Palin. You know, a lot of the uh, were influenced by uh, by the smear campaign of the of the popular culture against her. Well, then, okay, well their per, their guy comes along. Romney comes along. You know, Romney uh, on paper. Uh, had potential to be a pretty decent candidate. Now I think the guy is very vacuous and lacking, totally lacking in integrity and all that. But I mean, just in terms of on the surface, um, nice looking guy, articulate, makes a good appearance, all that kind of stuff. Tons of money behind him. Should have won the election last time anyway. Um, but but what happened to Romney? Well, the, certainly the, the mainstream media, the popular culture, went to work on him, writing articles about him being uh, treating his dog beer, uh, uh, un- badly. Uh, you know, every single thing, every little thing the guy had did, d- did was turned, twisted, sliced, diced, turned upside down, taken out of context. His, his entire history of his life examined in a, na- in a in a negative way, and he was defined. He was defined. You know, uh, accused of ha- leading some kind of a phony. Uh, Attack war on women, which was completely fabricated and made up, and it, but but people bought it in, in today's low information world. People bought it. He was destroyed. He was branded negatively. So my point is that no matter who the Republicans put out there, whether it's somebody like a Sarah Palin, who's a complete independent uh, woman of the people, uh, from you know, uh, populist oriented, uh, they're going to destroy them. Are whether it's some kind of establishment, rich white guy like like Romney was, they're going to destroy. They're going to uh, moderate. They're going to destroy them. They're going to destroy anybody who comes off along from the right side of the spectrum who's not on the cultural left. We'll pick this up when we come back. Your home and away voice of the Apopka Blue Darters. Your hometown station, fifteen twenty WPCW. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Program dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. And we all need to be dedicated every single day now to defending our founding traditions of God, family, and country because they are under assault and under attack like I've never seen in my lifetime. I would, I, you know, I would venture to say very possibly ever in, in American history. We, as we've witnessed this week, uh, the cultural left has taken over a major political party in this country. I already knew that. Um, most people really didn't. But it was also kind of interesting um, to actually see it, visualize, see the visuals, actually see it unfold and see it in person as uh, watching the Democrat National Convention, see who was there, see what their agendas were, see what their passions were, <laughs> none of which were anything to do with America or, or traditional American values. Um God was written out of the platform. <laughs> uh, God was booed uh, at, the, at the, the Democrat National Convention four years ago, and he was actually completely, not, completely written out of the platform this year, apparently. Um, so, you, so you've got a major political party uh, in the country now that's anti-God. <laughs> um, it, it, hello, <laughs> we might, America, we might have a problem, uh, um, you know, a party that nominates the Supreme Court justices, a party that nominates the federal court justices. <laughs> of, of course, religion, especially Christianity and our Judeo-Christian heritage, is, is being um, pushed out of the public square and, and being pushed out of uh, out of um, our society. Of course it is, because you've got a major political party that boos God, writes God out of their platform, and they're the ones winning most of the elections now. <laughs> they're the ones that's had the White House for the past eight years. They're the ones that's been nominating the Supreme Court justices and, and the uh, federal court justices. So, of course, religions and God and prayer is going to be uh, eradicated from our society unless <laughs> we do something to stop it. The most clear and the most obvious thing that, that can be done to stop it is, is stop electing Democrats, especially to the presidency, where they nominate the federal court judges and the Supreme Court judges. 
very simple solution. Another thing um, that was made note by Trump was, and, and many others, there were no American flags the first day of the convention, <laughs> Democrat National Convention. Uh, there were some other flags of other countries. Uh, uh, some Palestinian flags were quite prominent, uh, but there were no American flags. Um, what does that mean? I, you know, <laughs> I could, well, I mean, to, what it means to me is, is very, uh, Democrats either at, at, at the very least don't identify <laughs> as being Americans or patriotic Americans, at least have no, uh, don't have love for country. Um, you know, Michelle Obama even said it for uh, eight years ago. Uh, never been proud of a uh, never been proud of an American or never been proud of America until her husband got elected, uh, uh, nominated to be the the presidential nominee. Um, so that's what it takes for you to be proud of your country. <laughs> there, well, then there's not going to be too many people that are proud of America if that's if that's their standard. Uh, your husband, uh, uh, you has, has or your spouse has to get elected uh, to uh, get nominated as the uh, presidential candidate of a major party, major political party. That that's what it takes to be proud of of, of America. Well. So we, we have a party that, that, that's overtly anti-God. They even say so now. Um, we've got a party that's ashamed of the American flag. I would suspect, um, at the very least, um, well, I mean, I think it speaks for itself. It doesn't need an explanation. Uh, you know, they, don't, they, they, they won't put the flag up at their convention. Uh, this is serious stuff. You know, these aren't a bunch of little fringe people out there on the fringe like they were maybe uh, 30 years ago. I mean, th- th- this is the inside now. This is your Democrat Party inside the, the you know what it, gets, it takes to become a delegate at a convention? <laughs> it's incredibly difficult. You've got to pretty much, um, you talk about being on the inside. You talk about knowing how to work the system. That's what it takes. Um, so anyway, that, that's, that's, that's the leadership of your Democrat Party these days. There's uh, an, overtly anti-God, uh, shamed of the American flag, won't even put it up at the convention. And, and of course, not to mention socialist uh, uh, in terms of, of economic policy, uh, refused to call out the terrorists. In fact, terrorism wasn't even mentioned. There was over 60 speakers one night. Uh, ter- the terrorist threat to our country, which obviously, as, as we only know so well right here in, in, in Central Florida, uh, is, is a threat to every single American every single day now, uh, wasn't even mentioned. Apparently, uh, you know, being under attack <laughs> uh, uh, on a daily basis is not a priority for the Democrats. So anyway, what, what I'm getting at is is this this illustrates how important, vitally important, how how absolutely crucial this presidential election is. Now, what I was talking about previously, and um, was that there's a reason we'll, re- we'll reset it. I was going to. There were two major, major, major reasons that I think Trump is totally equipped to win this presidential election. And I mean, there are a lot of reasons. There are scores, if not hundreds, of reasons, but. Two major ones that stand out are one, uh, his his outsider status, the fact that he came completely, uh, well, well, the main reason is from the outside, and there are two elements to that. Uh, one, he was he was by by not being a part of the inside system, he hasn't spent the last thirty or forty years been beaten down like the, like every Republican and every conservative is by by the mainstream media, whether it's the, the national mainstream media or the local uh, mainstream media, liberal media, leftist media. Um, but th- and then the other one is he. So I'll just finish up that point uh, that I was making before we went to break. Is and I have a certain amount of empathy for the Republicans, Washington, because in a very limited way, I know exactly what they're experiencing. Their life is a life of being completely ridiculed, um, made fun of, anything time to do anything positive, not being covered, everything they say or do slanted negatively somehow. Things taken out of context, uh, 
if they ever do get into any kind of a, a little scan, scandal, big or small, now that's that's completely a, a big deal. Front page news, investigations, more attack. So, so the point is they've been they've been neutered. The Republicans inside the political system, both in Washington, especially as we've all witnessed, and and in, and anywhere um, in in Central Florida, anywhere in Montana, in in um, Maine or wherever, uh, in Iowa, um, have been neutered because the left. The, the, the mainstream media, whether it's national or local now, is is, is completely hard left now. And, and the old standards of objectivity in so-called journalism are completely out the window now. So what you have is a mainstream media, a popular culture that is slanted totally against the Republican side and, 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 is, and is totally in advocacy mode for the Democrats. As a result of that... Yeah, Republicans just stopped fighting. Uh, they've hunkered down. They're just basically trying to survive and keep their head head down. And and but what that did is that created an open and, and people have gotten so sick of it because people at the at the precinct level, like you and I, um, are out there working to get people elected, uh, getting them elected, and they go up there and, and nothing happens. They don't do anything because they've they've been they've been neutered by by the main mainstream media and popular culture. We'll see. Well, Trump. By coming, from, he hasn't been dealing with any of that. <laughs> you know, he's been out there building buildings and uh, living his life as a as an entrepreneur and doing everything he does out there. Um, you know, kind of in a free market type of environment. Um, nobody's been after him per se. He's been out there with his reality television show. He's just been out there functioning as a, as an entrepreneur and uh, in in the free market system. And 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 so he's fresh. You know, he's he's bold. He's he's coming off the heels of his numerous successes for the last 30 or 40 years. So he hasn't been beaten down. He doesn't have this Stockholm syndrome type type mentality that all the other Republicans have. And and, and so that's one reason he's so refreshing. And and then another part of Trump. And, and it's one of the reasons that he, he emerged as as the nominee uh, against a, a huge field, including all the establishment guys like Jeb Bush. Um, an, another thing, and, it, and, it, and it's kind of a corollary is that the skills that, that Trump has been using out there as an entrepreneur, that he's been using in the arenas that he's in, whether it's uh, in the construction, building construction field, development field, whether which is pretty much one of the, like the last vestige of the ultimate free market. I mean, that, that's, that's basically a, a, a cow, like the wild, wild west, basically, in terms of uh, economic sectors. So he's, he's got to live by his wits every single day. You know, if, and, and once again, in the political realm, what these guys have figured out, and certainly the Washington Republicans, and probably pretty much most Republicans on every on the local level too, is look if you just keep your head down, keep your mouth shut, you know, avoid the mainstream media, don't tick them off. Um, you know, certainly don't go out and try to do anything because now you're going to go to the radar and they're re- they're really going to come after you. Um, just hunker down and survive. You know, keep getting reelected. Uh, the Washington Republicans, anybody in Washington, other than literally a handful of people, you can count on maybe one or two hands, is living a lifestyle that vastly exceeds anything they could ever achieve as a private citizen uh, in the private sector or public sector. You know, they've got huge staffs. I mean, how many business people do you know? How many entrepreneurs that have big businesses, um, successful uh, businesses, how, how many of these people have staffs of dozens of people? <laughs> you know, they, they don't. They, they, these people in Washington live in a fantasy world. Uh, limos everywhere. You know, expense accounts, you know, five star restaurants every night, um, all the all the free or cheap gas they can buy, you know, all those kinds of things. So my point is what I'm getting to why, why, you know, these guys, let's face it, we live in the real world. They're people, too. They take a hard look. Well, look, you know, I can I can keep living this. I can keep living like this. Um, if I keep my mouth shut, if I keep my head down, don't rock the boat, 
don't don't get in the firing uh, line of the mainstream media because if I try to do something, if I try to actually change policy, if I try to um, in, enforce uh, legislation or th- that that's in line with constitutional principles, if if I step up as an advocate for traditional American values, God, family, country, wow, I'm really going to come under attack. I'm probably going to get uh, voted out of office if, if not something worse. So so they just they just decided to hunker down so and, and keep getting reelected and, and live the lifestyle they've gotten and and and, and have a title. And a huge staff and all the other perks. <clears throat> Trump is out there in a completely different world. He's living in, in, in the free market economy. He's got to be successful or he goes out of business, which, he, which he's been bankrupt before and he's overcome it. You know, decisions he make are serious. He can't just hunker down and 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 draw his government paycheck every every week uh, and have uh, some kind of nice uh, lifestyle and stuff uh, supplied uh, as a result of him being elected to something. No, he's out there um, with bank loans. He's got to build buildings that succeed. He can't fail. If he fails, he's out of business. He's bankrupt. You know, so he's he's living in a world where you 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 better be sharp. You you better make good decisions every single day. You better um you, you better succeed, and you and you better do it. Uh, and, and, and you and you need to to just uh, do battle every single day, and and that has prepared him for this historic presidential election. We'll be right back. This is my turn. Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Great to be with you. Thank you for the opportunity to join you. We talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. And this year, the presidential race, I think, is probably the biggest issue, not probably, is the biggest issue that affects us in our community, state, and nation. Literally, the, the future of the country hinges in, and is at a crossroads of whether who's elected to be the president. We're going to have a president that proclaims that he wants to put America first, he wants to make America great again, or do you want a, a president that represents a party that doesn't even put the American flag up at their convention? Uh, do you want a party uh, president that represents a party that booed God and wrote God out of their their party platform? <laughs> how, how much more of a stark contrast can you get than that? Do you want a president that declares openly and forcefully, and I would say credibly, that he's going to identify who the terrorists are, and he's going to make he's going to go out, find them, destroy them, kill them, so that they no longer threaten America like they do every single day now for every single American. Or do we want a president that represents a political party that um, refuses to even identify the terrorists, doesn't even really even want to talk about them because you might offend them, <laughs> you might say something politically incorrect, you might offend somebody for declaring that we're under terrorist attack. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't think – to me, the choice is clear. I don't see how any American who who pretty much defines himself as an American, certainly a patriotic American, I don't see how anybody who believes in the Constitution, who believes in the, in the principles that our country was founded upon, as so eloquently stated in the Declaration of Independence by Thomas Jefferson and then codified uh, in the Constitution of the United States, who believes that our rights come from God, that we are endowed by our Creator – with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. Anybody who believes that, there's no choice. You've got one candidate who, who wants to continue to, to represent, who wants to represent constitutional, traditional American values of God, family, and country, free market economics, freedom, liberty, strength, power, prosperity, and you've got one that, that doesn't even believe in those concepts. 
And that's because the hard left, as we've witnessed, has taken over the Democrat Party. An openly avowed socialist almost won. In fact, he, he would have won. Bernie Sanders would have won if not for two things. One, as we have seen, the Democrat Party establishment uh, cheated uh, in collusion with the mainstream media, cheated him out of it, basically. And then what isn't being reported very much anyway, even without being cheated, Sanders, they, the rules, if you will, for how you get elected as the head of the Democrat Party, as a Democrat Party nominee, uh, have you know, they have something called super voters or some, uh, something like that, which are the elites, the party elites, elected officials, that kind of party insiders. Those people's votes were weighted uh, to a higher degree than just the regular delegates. And if that hadn't happened, Sanders would have won, even without being cheated. So basically they stole it from uh, from Bernie Sanders. Uh, but but that's part of the equation. Well, it's not really um, – I'm not even really concerned about that because he actually would have been worse than probably Hillary Clinton. Um, but, but the thing is, the, my point is, the guy who really should have won, the guy who would have won if he wasn't cheated out of it, is an avowed socialist. <laughs> he doesn't even believe in free market economy and, and, and all the other things, cultural uh, degradation uh, that um, that socialists believe in. So that's where we are now. We've got a political party. The Democrats have been taken over by the cultural left. And the agenda of the cultural left isn't the agenda of traditional America. In fact, it's the exact opposite agenda of traditional America, which starts the number one item on their agenda, which they've done incredibly effectively over the last 40 years, is to take God out of the culture. Take God out of the culture. That's the number one objective of the cultural left. And now that they've taken over the Democrat Party, obviously the Democrat Party. Why is that? Very simple. Very simple equation. Because the founding principle, the building block number one, in the United States of America, in our country, is that our rights come from God. Our liberty, each individual, each man, woman, has inherent natural rights to be a free man or woman. Why? Because they are endowed by their creator. Because God created them, and along with creating the, the person, they, they were part of the package was the right for inherent liberty and freedom, the right to live a life of self-determination and pursuit of happiness. Okay, you take God out of the equation. Okay, that, that, well, then now, 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 where do the rights come from? Because the rights come from God. Governments don't bestow rights; they take rights. Uh, and and so, but in order, in order to have government as your God, if you will, to have government as your number one priority, which is what the left is all about, uh, especially you know, the communists and socialists, you got you got to get God out of the picture. Because as long as God's in the picture, people are going to be uh, have their allegiance to God, not allegiance to government. The left, the libs, the cultural left. Now, which 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 is now synonymous with the Democrat Party, uh, you, you they got to put government first. They want government to be first. They want government to control the lives of people, uh, not have people paying allegiance to God first and foremost. So, so anyway, that's just one one of the numerous hundreds, if not thousands, of differences between Trump now and Clinton. And Trump wants to 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 build back traditional America, to make America great again, to put America first. Uh, Hillary Clinton, the Democrats, the cultural left uh, want to want to change the country fundamentally um, to where it's something the opposite of what it was meant to be. And that, that that's now been made obvious after the two conventions for anybody that watched or anybody that didn't know already. Um, and I realize most of the people that listen to the show know already. Um, now, before we go further, I want to remind you that our program is sponsored by our friends over at Porky's Original Barbecue in Apopka. And also want to let you know about the new car show at Porky's, which takes place every second 
the second Tuesday of every month. And as you already know, Porky's already has the best bike night in Central Florida, and they have for some time now. That's every Thursday. Well, as a result of the success of bike night, now they've added the car show at Porky's Barbecue in Apopka, second Tuesday of every month. Showtime is 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Porky's, second Tuesday of every month, 256 East Main Street, Apopka. When you get over there, tell them that Roger Franklin Williams sent you and ask them about the Porky's Hump Day Special. You have to ask about it because it's not on the menu. Want to? So in our final moments, I'll just talk about um, some reasons why I'm very excited about Trump's candidacy. And I, and uh, let me start by saying that uh, one thing that I that I, I I can understand to a certain extent, and now I can't really understand, is the opposition of the Never Trumpers under the Republican umbrella and even the the conservative umbrella. And now in in the most consequential election, certainly in the last hundred years, I would say in American history, um, you got people who proclaim to believe in America, who proclaim to believe in uh, constitutional values, the values of traditional America, who are spending all of their time, effort, energy, and passion in trying to derail Trump. <laughs> Can you believe it? When the threat is the cultural left um, continuing to run the country and even ramp it up <laughs> to another whole other uh, degree when you've got the cultural left continuing to operate in the presidency and not just the presidency, the executive branch, executive branch. There are thousands of people in the executive branch of government uh, issuing edicts, uh, essentially creating their own law, um, imposing sanctions, uh, uh, regulations, taxes, everything else that inhibit the freedom of individual citizens. If the stakes are having four, at least four more years of that, and I think we're now at a point to how much can we even stand? How much more the cultural left running the country can America even stand and even survive and be the country that we that we love and we want it to be and it was intended to be? You got idiots on the on the on the so called conservative side who are all they're spending all their energy trying to derail Trump. I, I it, it's just absolutely appalling and it's gotten to the point where it's literally maddening uh, and and it's really it really ticking me off and a lot of other people too. And it's just, uh, in fact, the more I think about it, I don't even want to waste any more time talking about these these losers, um, other than to say, you know, and, and, I, and I have to think, I'm sad to think, I th- a lot of it's coming, uh, I think, from, from, from Cruz, I guess. I mean, you know, um, who continues to dig, a, dig his you know, future political grave on a daily basis. And, um, but anyway, I'm not even going to talk about these idiots anymore, give them any more, uh, any, any, any publicity, but... I, I do want to go on record as saying any of these people who who consider themselves to be conservatives, Republicans, patriotic Americans, who are completely dedicating all their energy to dumping on Trump, being upset because he's elected, talking about not voting for him, trying to get other people not to vote for him, th- th- these people are, are, are just absolutely on the wrong side. Of, they're on the wrong side of history, and they've literally destroyed all of their, their credibility in my eyes and in the eyes of, of millions of others. Now, before we go, I've got a minute and a half. It's been great to be with you. I'll just um, say I'm very optimistic about the chances of Donald Trump. I think that the skills that he has had in his life, and we didn't talk too much about the reality TV. Let me just say this as we close. I do know a lot of people who I do respect and who generally I agree with on, on virtually every issue, people who know, understand the Constitution, believe in the Constitution, people of faith, 
people who understand the, the, the founding of the country and the principles of countries is founded upon and what it was supposed to be and meant to be and ought to be are upset with Trump and, and do have some queasy feelings about Trump because of, of the way that you know, he conducts himself, you know, like the name calling, if you will, or the repartee or the pushing back uh, against the other side. And I just have to disagree with those people totally, too. He Trump comes today. We have a reality TV culture, whether we like it or not. I don't like it. I wish it wasn't like that. That doesn't matter. The, the reality, that's what our culture is like. That's that's the that's the landscape we're in. Trump knows how to operate in that landscape. These other stuff shirt Republicans, they have no clue about it. They couldn't operate in, in this arena. He can operate in this arena of the popular culture. Trump, for every vote that Trump loses because of some, um, you know, tightwad or um, nerd doesn't doesn't like him. You know, he's going to pick up millions of votes across the political spectrum. And, and that's going to be our show today. I want to thank you for joining us. Have a great day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.